did you just go to Augusta just in case they had an alternate spot? And then you decided after it didn't work out to buzz up to Hilton Head? Yeah, me and the other Jeff just hung out <laughs> at, uh, what's his last name? Yeah. Oh, Jeff Knox. Thank you. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Knox. Yeah. They, they, he didn't make it this year. They had an no. even number. Yeah. Damn. So no Jeff Knox sighting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But me and him just hung out like in Butler cabin, just outside of Butler cabin. <laughs> just and we're just, we're, yeah, we're just eating pimento cheese sandwiches and uh, drinking some domestics. Just, you know, on Friday, just watching that cut line, you know. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, Tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left, and he's going to... Looks like he's got about an eight iron. This crowd has gone deadly silent. Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Hey, young he fellow, I was hoping to squeeze in nine holes before this rain starts. Cannibal Golf Pod is back, presented by none other than Cannonball Golf. Yep. Augie here. We got the main. We got the main episode this week out of left field. We got Charlie on the other side over there. Charlie, how you doing, buddy? Cheers, man. Doing great. Ready got your master- golf. You got your master's mug there. What's in the old master's mug? This is uh, a little bit of vodka soda for tonight. A little bit. What? Hints of lime in there. I was gonna say with a twist or with green zest. Yeah, true. Keeping keeping the green alive. I guess you can go either way too. You go a little yellow. It's true. There's yellow. Yeah, you go a little lemon lime. lime. I'm more of a lime guy. My my drinks. Lemon lime next time. Next time, yeah, it's like a sprite. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Exactly like a sprite. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I got a little wicked weed brewing out of Asheville, oh. North Carolina. Nice. I've actually had that one. I had a buddy in college who was in Asheville, and uh, he would bring that around sometimes. That's a really good beer. That's super good. Uh, this one's the Dr. Dank. I highly recommend the Freak, which is, okay. is really good. Um, okay. Asheville was on the stop on my uh, road trip, stopped down to uh, Hilton Head recently for a little know. spring break action. Nice. So Were you, uh, did you just go to Augusta just in case they had an alternate spot and then you decided after it didn't work out to buzz up to Hilton Head? Yeah. Me and the other Jeff just hung out <laughs> at, uh, what's his last name? Yeah. Oh, Jeff Knox. Thank you. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Knox. Yeah. They, he didn't make it this year. They had an no. even number. Yeah. Damn. So no Jeff Knox sighting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but me and him just hung out like in Butler Cabin, just outside of Butler Cabin. <laughs> just and we're just, we're, yeah, we're just eating pimento cheese sandwiches and uh, drinking some it. domestics. Just, you know, on Friday, just watching that cut line, you know. Did you see, uh, did you see the Masters came out with a new beer this year? They did Ooh. like a post about it. They came out with, it was called like, oh man, I got to find it now. It was called like the, the uh, the Augusta Citrus or something or Augusta Wheat. It had like a actually I think the name was more clever than that. I'm not doing it justice. Hold huh. on. Oh yeah, introduces exclusive wheat ale craft beer called. Yep. And then clickbait, Crow's Nest. So it's Crow's blue. Nest. That's so, right. So it's Blue Moon. Yeah, it was it was like 100 percent a Blue Moon ripoff. It's got to be Blue Moon. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, it actually, it actually, the beer has replaced Blue Moon. Oh, that's right. Because they used to, that was like the three options you had, right? It was like uh, Miller Lite, uh, Heineken, or Blue Moon. Yeah, but they always called it like domestic. domestic they never called it by import, its brand name. Yeah. Import. Correct. Domestic light. import craft. You're right. So then there's so yeah, always says, a deep dive into like who it actually is. And to my knowledge, the domestic was always Coors or Ridge. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know. I, I don't. And I then the light was Miller Light, and then the that's import right. was Stella, I, I believe. I think, I think that's right. all. Like that's the Miller right. Coors. Stella or Heineken, one of those German ones. Um, but yeah, I don't know so if Stella's actually is Belgian. So maybe it's just the same beer, just rebranded. Yeah, crafted with Meyer lemon peel for subtle notes of sweet citrus. Crow's Nest wheat beer. Um, I, get low, I would get loaded on crow. I mean, to say, sure, yeah. it's excellent, like incredible, like uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, probably tastes like tastes like a sunny day. I mean, I'm staring at the uh, the tap handle. I mean, that thing is insane. Yeah, I would love to. It's got like the top of the clubhouse, the crow's nest on it. It's literally, it's got like awnings on it and. I mean, it's like a vertical, like vertical like version of the clubhouse. It looks sweet. It's pretty sweet. I wonder if they were selling those online this year. I that was another crazy thing. So they did like a online food packages mm-hmm. this year, right? Last they did year that, that and they did it open. in the fall too. So I think, but I think it was only open in the fall if you had a ticket and then couldn't go because they didn't let anyone. I don't think you could just like go to masters.com in the fall and buy the pack. No, you had to have a ticket. So yeah, this year I think you could get it without the ticket though. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. My wife was like asking, she's like, is this worth it? And I was like, absolutely not. It was like $200. And and what I said too, I was like, the great thing about the master's food is like, yeah, it's high quality, but it's like the experience of it being better than high quality or better than like an average concession stand food oh, while yeah. you're there. And yeah. it's also like a dollar. It's not yeah. like I'm like Something special. Yeah. I'm not craving their, you know, pimento cheese for their version of it. Like I have to have that one. It's not like the secret recipe. It's just great to eat at the masters for a dollar. And when you only have to stand in line for 30 seconds or you go to, the local grocery store like i did and grab a tub of pimento cheese and a loaf of white bread and make my own right exactly that's what i was like no we're not spending i would do it i would do it just for the the plastic cups that they give you yeah that would the be care package cool. like i would yeah. i would pay 200 dollars for one of those cups i wouldn't <laughs> but i one, would one plastic cup I will give you one plastic $200. cup two hundred dollars but it has that yeah that's how the year 2020 <laughs> final <laughs> offer yeah. don't you try and Talk me out of it. I want to pay two hundred. Hey man, maybe years down the road it'll be like the pandemic cup, man. Like that's right. Good point. Be a collector's yeah. item. Piece of. Anyways, history. they played some golf this week down there too. They did that's play it. a little golf. Uh, me and Jeff Knox just went next door to you, the you Augusta Public Knox Course. Yeah, yeah, he wo- he wo- he whooped me ten and eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I thought yeah. Masters recap, obviously. Um, 2021 version, right? Uh, April version, not the April, DJ November asterisk version, which I liked 
the April version way better. Oh yeah. It's just like just everyone different. you could tell that no one wanted to no one wanted to get I'm obviously being facetious that like DJs comes with an asterisk, but they they everyone from Fred Ridley to Jim Nance to you know every other competitor walked right up to that line of being like this is the real master right. November right. was was great but right. like this is how the course is meant to be played this is what the masters is supposed to be like nobody's shooting 20 under this week yeah i mean like they whether it was like because it was wet in the fall like is it always right. wet in the fall or did they just have like probably bad weather or did they just think, have yeah, like I don't bad any, weather probably um, a little both but i can't imagine any course is like super firm in november right so yeah you saw it like the practice rounds on like monday and tuesday like yeah. they're already brown so you knew you knew we were in for you know not so much a struggle because they could control right. them so much but like way more it wasn't gonna be target practice again they weren't gonna let that no. happen a little bit yeah a little bit of a bloodbath early on actually really like nobody was going low it's like except for except for rose who fucking yeah until out. rose came on in the afternoon it was like our it looked like it was gonna be the lead was gonna be 69 or 70 like nine under through, through a 10 hole stretch yeah that was that was insane i mean that's crazy yeah i mean starting yeah, on he, eight he went he eagled eight eagled eight and then and then had six Palmer. other or seven other birdies or whatever Eagle date, birdie 9, 10, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17. And I mean, he just missed one on 18, too, I think. Yeah. I think he so, had a, I think he had a pretty good chance at 64. And it was great. You and then it's always like you're staring at that number, and it's like, man, they might hit 20 again, you know? Right. But then he came. What? Back to it was kind of crazy too because he wasn't coming in in that good a form. Like he was actually, I remember looking at him on the DraftKings thing, and he, I had never seen this on fantasy golf. I've only seen it on fantasy football. He, he had like the red cross next to his name, like he was injured, <laughs> like he may not be playing. And then he, I remember, I remember thinking, I was like, he's always good at Augusta, but he's injured. And I, again, I, he, there were other guys that I considered more highly than him, but I remember thinking that. uh yeah, it was like an asterisk next to his name. They didn't even know if he was going to play. I guess he, he, uh, he he's dropped to like I don't even know if he's in the top hundred in the world right now. He withdrew maybe like from to, he's right around fifty, I think. Actually, yeah, he withdrew from Bay Hill. Yeah, that was it. And then and the, the next one, I think the players too. And he, he didn't play. play. Yeah, he didn't play the players. He just yeah. like pulled out. Yeah, right. No, he withdrew mid tournament from Bay Hill, but then he pulled out of the players right before. I mean, the last time he played was the end of February, the WGC at concession. And then he didn't play. He played the two rounds at the, at the Arnold Palmer and withdrew in the third round. And yeah. that's it. So he played two rounds, two competitive rounds in March. <laughs> and I remember him say, and I now that you say that, like there was a quick interview with him saying like he, like back spasms. Yeah. Like had back spasms like all of March. So just like rested and tried to get ready for. Yeah. So he, yeah, he came out of nowhere. 
yeah legit injured for like a month yeah which again just speaks to like the awesomeness of the tournament i mean guys like that you know not in great form hideki hasn't been in great form hasn't won in four Uh, years yeah hasn't won in four years again he's like He's not been as off the map as Rose has been the last couple of years, but yeah, hasn't really even sniffed anything. I mean, he shot the, uh, shot the course record at Sawgrass and then they canceled it because of COVID before the second round. So that was, this is maybe his like ultimate redemption after that. It was like about to, you know, again, not didn't have it in the bag, but had a three shot lead after a day at the players. And then they just canceled it. You know, because that pandemic <laughs> that scientists invented. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like it was good to see like the course have a little fire in it. It was good to yeah. see like it was just good to see it. Um, but I feel like I was thinking about this too. Is like throughout the week, even leading up to the tournament, like there's so much focus on like conditions. It's really funny how like no one's concerned about how the tournament's going to play out versus mm-hmm. like a U.S. Open where like totally. there's so much attention on like the USGA and how they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Whereas like there's no concern at Augusta that they're pretty firm and fast on Tuesday. Like, yeah, if, if it's like that at a U.S. Open, they're going to be like, what's it going to be like on Sunday? Like they're going to lose them. They're going to lose them. Like. Yeah, it Augusta is, it never is. lost them because like they they do stuff that like nobody probably else knows nobody knows them. about. It's like the fucking government. Yeah, right. That's that's the difference. And I, I remember seeing someone posting something like that. Like people are like, uh, you know, in the U, U.S. Open, the greens are brown. Oh, they've lost the golf course. Augusta, the greens are brown. This is how the game's meant to be played. Right. The difference is. The greens can be brown at Royal Melbourne too. The greens can be brown at Augusta National. They can. It's not that they're brown at the U.S. Open. It's the fact that they're brown and they get drier and they get harder and then they roll them double the night before Sunday. And yeah, I guess the no one had to talk about that all week because there's never a concern that they're gonna let the let, let it get away from them. They know how to manage it perfectly. They have right subterranean watering and drying systems under every green they just they make it yeah it's they set it up exactly how they want it to be they wanted to again they came out in november where they're like somebody just shot 20 under and just obliterated not obliterated but you know by two shots but yeah a few shots yeah and they were just like all right we're gonna remind everybody on thursday how hard this course is and right Justin Rose won bananas, but for the most part, everybody else was like, that was insane. And they got a little rain and they're just like, all right, it'll be a little softer. And they just kind of let it happen. But, but I like it. Cause yeah, it's about, I don't like think it's they're, a, they're not doing it to prove a point like the USGA does. Yeah. That's the difference. Like the USGA has like a legit number of mind where Augusta doesn't have like, no, but like Augusta is the perfect balance between like, you're gonna, we're going to hurt you if you don't hit a good shot, but yeah, if you hit good shots. Like you'll make birdies like, cause they understand too. Like they want like birdies at, like they want volatility, you know, where right. USGA oh, yeah, yeah, just totally. wants straight, like examine. This is an examination. Like shut up. Like right. just set the course up and let them go play. Like give them a chance. Yeah. 
they no. want they want carnage there. Yeah, I just like yeah, it because I, mean, I like it because like it's all about the tournament, the players, and the course, and that's it. It's not yeah. about it's not about like the you know the Augusta yeah. board or the Augusta nobody knows. Members. Nobody it's knows not who, about who, yeah. I can say the whoever like is the head of the tournament committee at Augusta. Nobody knows his name. Like the USGA guy, like does press conferences and like, numerous times a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like no, the Augusta team, and it's probably like a team of them. Nobody knows who they are. Nobody, they don't really care to be, you know, get notoriety. It's totally a different, a different goal in mind, and I think that's you know what just makes it the best tournament in the world. I think it's yeah. I think it's but. Awesome. Yeah, I mean some 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 big names struggled. They they really struggled two days on it. Barely, a lot of I mean a lot of favorites. Odds on favorite. Uh, yeah, DJ, DJ, DJ missed, but that's shot. I mean, that's yeah. beyond shocking. Right. How do you yeah. like? How, how do you go from setting the tournament record? That like that's how fickle golf is, right? Like, no, it was a November Masters man. He's a poser. He's not a. <laughs> He's not a champion. He could never <laughs> win in April. No way. I mean, I mean, Kepka, you know, spotted him a good knee and they tied. Kepka yeah. spotted Rory a bad knee and Rory lost to him by one. Yeah, Rory was man, that was disappointing. It's so it's like he's got a mental mental block in his head at that place at this point. It's like well, they're just saying it's like true. Two years in a row, right? He, he missed big last – or no, no. He shot – he, like – he shot, like, 76, then, like, clawed to make the cut, and then, like, you know, clawed, fought hard. And I love Rory. But they, like, celebrate everything he does to the point where it's almost nauseating. Yeah. It's like he clawed his way to a T-17. <laughs> like, yeah. after – but, yeah. I don't think like, Rory claws very much, I think. It's either, if it's on, it's on. If it's off, yeah. it's just like whatever. Um, right. But yeah, they were talking about how like well, I don't know if this is true or not because there's a lot of misinformation with some of the announcers. But um, a sidebar I got kind of hacked off on Saturday, I think it was, when Dottie said Zalatoris had no like member like playing privileges anywhere i was just like what (laughs) what does that mean like he has no like like status on any tour yeah right like he had no like he wasn't like a member of any tour he had no status he didn't like like, he's he's leading the corn corn, fairy he's leading the corn fairy tour yeah like he's like something just ridiculous Um, i i like him he seems like a seems like a a gritty gritty kid for sure uh i know he's like kind of worked his way through q school they made it seem like he's been doing it for like 20 years seemed like he did it in like a year and a half yeah. and I was like listening to him today again nothing against him but yeah I was like he's just like a hard worker great I, I heard an interview today he was a member at cow club growing up like he's, he's like golfing royalty he plays golf like is that this you know remember at cow club from yeah. birth yeah so he like learned how to play on one of the all-time great California courses I think they said Ken Venturi 
was like giving him lessons as a kid who's a right. you know famous san francisco member out there right like, this kid is not like Romo's his uh, buddy. Yeah, Tony Romo's. He's his getting buddy. advice like, from Romo on like how to handle like big time situations. And they, Romo's I literally, they, I get like they're again, I don't know if this is true, but like Romo saying, like, you know, just shut your phone like for the weekend, yeah. just like shut your phone off, play golf, watch movies for like 48 right. hours and fucking deal. Well, with and they the were like, they were like, they were but, like, he's got Romo like, in his ear. Like, yeah, they were, and they were making it seem like, again, he went to Wake Forest. That's in the area. He was a stud collegiate golfer. So it's not a huge surprise, but they were like, he's only played at Augusta a couple other times in college. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> he got to just go play Augusta? Like, oh, that's. I mean, I played in college and I didn't get to play. In <laughs> I was going to say, like, just. <laughs> Playing Augusta is not a. Uh, I mean, a standard I, I, I mean, I take that back. I have, golfer. I have played a national golf club in yeah, college. I mean, Ro- sure, Robert A. Robert A. Black National Golf Resort right. and Spa. Yeah, like it's the fact that they were just like making it seem like, oh, he's had he's had no no leg up, no uh, no access. He's just this like scrappy kid from. They're making it seem like he like you know didn't have a real set of clubs until like one two of years yeah ago. like one of us like like <laughs> one of us even like, worse like I'm 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 the son of a golf pro like I am I have had a very privileged golf upbringing like I've had access to a lot of golf stuff that a lot of people haven't had but they were they were making it seem Not like his first set was like a fucking stick and he was playing like just hitting rocks in a parking lot and they're like. Uh, no, no, no. He's been a member at Cal Club since he was born. Plays with Tony Romo in Dallas. Played Augusta in college. Like, again, I really like him. He was I, lo- I love him too. I like. I they love him. they I love definitely got a little out over their skis in the narrative that he's just like this super scrappy, self-made grinder journeyman. I'm like, he's a 24 year old. He's sponsored by Titleist. <laughs> Hanging out with Tony Romo, like also as the number one money leader on the Corn Ferry tour last year. Also, but has no status anywhere. 10 top tens in like 20 events. Like, yeah, everybody knows who he is. He's got he doesn't need status. He's made fucking, I mean, he's he made a million this weekend. He's probably made over a million already before that. Like, he's this. This dude is like not like sleeping glad, in his car. I'm glad we went down the sidebar, and this uh, this has nothing to do with Alatoris. I love the guy. Yeah, again, um, I really but, like him. I'm excited but like, to connect, keep but, watching him. But it was more the narrative they gave the him. commentary. So like, yeah. And now that you're saying this, like, my brain's connecting. I remember this like comment that he made about that Nablo made about Finau. And I kind of respect Nablo for doing it because, you know, he hears the whole broadcast. He know, mm-hmm. he hears everything that everybody's saying. And I think it was a tee shot on 12. But um, he said about Finau, he's like, you know, just giving the color why he's like going, you know, through his pre-shot. He said his first set of clubs was from the Salvation Army and he bought them for 75 cents each. He knows what hard times are. Yeah. That's a good. And I'm one. like that now that we're having this conversation. I'm like, oh, holy shit! Like, he's hearing everything that everybody's saying. 
Totally. Like he's in his ear. Saying, so he's, like, he's probably like rolling his eyes, like, shut the fuck up. Like, well, and, also, and then just like, doing it in yeah. his classy way, just kind of like, like, that, I, I kind of like that. Like, Nablo is totally. now like one of my favorite announcers. A hundred percent. Nablo is like one of the best ever. And you're, you're probably right. Like, too, that's probably like a little bit of like, and I like Ian, B- Ian Baker Finch too. Yep. Like, that's probably a little Duval bit. Duval shoots like, it pretty straight for the most Australians part. Australians are like just Australians are like a, a scrappy people in general. Right. I don't know how many you know, but I like, I've known yeah. quite a few good friends from Australia and they're like, I mean, Yellow it's chip a on very, their shoulder. Like, yeah, there's definitely like a very, uh, there's some very like, you know, very metropolitan, urban, uh, luxe cities down there and like experiences you can have. But I'd say for the most part, like Australians that I have always known and what I think of when I think of a lot of the ones on tour, like, you know, Leishman esque, Cameron Smith esque, like, they're a, they're a scrappy kind of like a lot of them. I'd say most of the country probably lives in like kind of rural settings, like the golf courses, obviously they have some awesome ones, but even their amazing ones are very like kind of rustic, natural, mm-hmm. you know, built into the land, not these like insanely manicured. Right. Uh, I mean, they, they are private clubs, but they're not like insanely manicured, like type of country club, like, like Nabo is probably describing, like, he's like, yeah, guys, like, uh, stop. Let's lay off a little bit. I'm yeah. sucking his kid's dick. Like he's, <laughs> he's a really, he's a really good kid, but we don't need to paint him as like, yeah. Like again, and Tony, Tony Fino is a great example. Like I, I didn't know about the Salvation Army, but I knew like, I didn't know that until like Nablo said it. I, I mean, like, he like, hit, I know he like hit balls. He hit balls in a makeshift net in his garage for like his first like year. And he learned, I think he learned his swing from like Jack Nicholas's play my way book. Like, right. and he played with his brother and his dad at their, you know, local Muni. So yeah, again, Compare it, Nabilo, you're probably right. Is probably being a little bit classy and cheeky and being like, that's a guy who's like really scrapped his way here. Salatoris seems like a great guy. He's obviously an amazing golfer, but let's all like, again, stop pretending like this guy like lived in his car. Like he literally probably was getting like thousand dollar lessons from, you know, age eight on. Uh, Again, it's similar to like sometimes my narrative or, Sometimes I get annoyed with Brooks Kepka because he like kind of goes down that same path, self-inflicted. He's like, ah, I just like picked it up because I was, you know, thought I'd be the best at it. And it's like, dude, you grew up at PGA National, man. Like you've been playing golf since you were a kid. You've yeah. had lessons from the best. Like you've had, you like literally were a country club kid. And again, there's probably a little chip on my shoulder too. And I've had insanely good golf right. acts throughout my life but i but it's all relative like the access he had compared to what somebody else had he's probably just like you know or like yeah like you're never at the top of the mountain yeah but and again yeah probably like super underestimated too like i don't know about like his college recruiting but i think he went to florida no i don't think he was like yeah uh, Zal, I don't think Zal Torres was like, I think he's really popped up when he started, like when he won a couple times in the corn fairy tour yeah. before that, I don't think he was like a top ranked college player. Like, it seems like he's really popped off in the last like 
couple years. I remember him being mentioned in a in a fried egg newsletter from the mm-hmm. guys over there. They mentioned him when he won a couple of corn ferry events. And when he I think when he got into the US Open, they said, watch out for this guy. Um, I like his swag though. Like, yeah, I mean, when he plays fast, I like that he doesn't have just like a textbook swing. Right. He's got kind of like that high, almost like it's almost like a Matthew Wolf without the big move. He doesn't obviously do the same kind of trigger move, but it has like a very like yeah, high super high hands, head, Bubba high, high hands, hands, like yeah. drop big like kind of uh, left knee turn like turns back into it and he i mean he's like 10 top 10 in driving distance i think he's top top five in strokes gained approach i mean he smashes it and is like a great iron player i think the only thing that people are saying like maybe holds him back is his putting i didn't see much like terrible putting this weekend though he looked pretty good yeah i um i watched it back i i think I didn't turn on Sunday. I was falling on my phone. So I had like in-law stuff we had to be at, but so I was following my phone and I put on when I got in the car. Yeah. And to just catch like four, like I think the leaders were on 14. So mm-hmm. I, I'd miss nothing. Like obviously it was watching on my phone, but right, right. my point being, my point being is um, I, that's why I love the, the master's app and the web (laughs) because I'm like, I missed it and and prep for this. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to watch it. And to your point, like, you know, the putting, he had a really bad three putt on 10. I saw that one. Yeah. He had a, he missed a shorty. He he missed a shorty on seven. He had a three putt, three putt par on 13. So that was like the only like chink in the armor. Um, right but uh i think it's just like refreshing to yeah he just bombs it he plays with a little bit of feel um i think he's just he's an interesting guy to watch there's some guys that just like even if they're in contention you're like i don't want to watch this guy play golf like it's just like whether it's basic or at the end of the day i think for me is the guys that are interesting to watch are the guys that you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you have no, like he bombs at 30 miles, but he's got that like weird it factor where it's like your interest, like you don't know exactly. Like he's not going to like, it's like watching Webb Simpson play. It's mm-hmm. the opposite. Like watching Webb is like 260 down the middle. Like he's got the funky follow through, but it's just like, yeah. Straight, 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 hit a green, maybe and, make a putt, straight, uh, straight, yeah. straight, straight, where it's like, that's why, you know, everyone loves watching speed. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. That's, yeah. why, you, that's the, why you like watching Phil. Yeah, like, like, you don't know what's going to happen. JT, like, totally. you don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. And I mean, sometimes even like Xander, I think. Xander, you, you know, don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, he, I mean... Yeah, he'll be – it'll be interesting. I mean, he gets into the Masters next year. I assume mm-hmm. he's, like, in the top 30 in the world ranking now, so that's going to get him into some WGCs. Yeah, he'll – they'll probably just graduate him in. Like, he'll – he's going to – I mean, this might give him enough points to get in, like, right. membership, but for Zalatoris. Yeah. But, um, but 
the weekend though belonged to Hideki. I mean, on, on you won it on Saturday. He, it was I. So I. It was Saturday. He. There was a rain delay, right? It was I. Yeah. I kind of was. I was the same as you on Saturday. I kind of like we had some stuff to do, and I was kind of following on my phone. Okay, I was. I was. Wall, I was wall to wall with everything going on Saturday. So yeah, yeah rain no, delay. Like rain delay. Leaders were on like like Rose was on eight ish maybe. And he was just, I mean, he shot what 72 both days, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he was just holding on after his 60. I know he was like scrambling all over on Saturday. And yeah. He was like Rose was okay before the break and came back. And like, there was that whole, uh, Rose on what like Shoffley made, so yeah, you didn't see this shot all like within like 90 seconds, two minutes, Xander drops a huge bomb on 15 for yeah. Eagle. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I remember he makes that. that the very next thing that happens is they cut over to Rose on 12 Rose makes birdie rolls okay. in a putt for birdie on 12. They cut back to Hideki. Hideki made like an eight footer for Eagle on fit. So Hideki. Oh, and, I still have shot on 15. Yeah. So Hideki, Hideki and Xander played together both days. Saturday oh, that's right. Sunday. Yeah. And they both eagled. Xander made the long one. Hideki stuck it. Right. So like, yeah. and then Rose made his birdie, like all within like a couple minutes. And that was but like Hideki, the whole time. He had like a similar. He had like a similar Saturday back nine that Rose did on on Thursday, right? Didn't he? He went like seven under on his he last eagle. Eight. Yeah, he went. I'll pull it up. He went so 15, 16, 17. He went eagle birdie birdie. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so he was clear. He was Hideki round three was clean. And yeah, it was the only bogey, only bogey free round, right, of the whole tournament. Yeah. Except, yeah, I, don't know. I know I know it was through three. I don't know if anyone had a bogey free one. I, I think John Rahm had bogey free on Sunday. Gotcha. But yeah, he like um, Hideki birdie as of Saturday. Hideki on Saturday birdied seven, eleven, and twelve. And then Eagled 15, birdied 16, birdied 17. And I think he had a look on 18 too. I mean, the app is so, I mean, the dot com is amazing too. Like you can watch every shot that every mm-hmm. player hit all week and so then you can like zoom in and see the the pine trees i mean <laughs> it's so awesome it's so great i was trying to find like old i was trying to find like the leaderboard from last masters where i could watch everything again but i don't know if they keep yeah them. i they probably just they probably redo them it's right. so yeah the second shot he hit on 15 was incredible it was insane so it was like so at land it's so soft oh this is right after the rain delay, right? Yeah, 205 hit it to six feet. So, yeah. so, um, at that time, I think Hideki, I think Hideki was tied for the lead with Rose and mm-hmm. Xander was two back. Okay. So, Xander knew Hideki was tight because he's playing with him. And rolled in that like fifty foot bomb, right? And right. Rose made his, 
and then Hideki made it. So like Xander is still two back and he was one up on Rose. So it was like all within like a couple minutes. Like oh yeah, Xander's was Xander's was sixty one feet. Yeah, huge. <laughs> Again, you can tell this all this on the insane Masters app. Right. So yeah, that was kind of <clears throat> that was kind of like the tournament on Saturday. It was and then like and then everyone kind of like fell off after that. Yeah, nothing really. It was a. Uh, I remember my my wife was like doing something in the yard, and our, our twins were sleeping for basically the first like three or four hours and we were like going to go for a walk when they woke up because i was like this is pretty boring he's up by four and he's not even like pushing it deep i mean he did for a minute when he made what did he make he made a birdie on 13 and 14 or something he got it to 13 at one point right and then he made the bogey on 15 yeah and the bogey on 16 and then 18 yeah but i mean it was yeah, for like 12 holes, it was like not that interesting. I mean, it, it really was like kind of a other than watching like John Rahm make some birdies. Um, nobody was, I mean, it was kind of like Xander struggled through four, five, and six. I and mean, his scorecard, when I like look back at it, because I saw some yeah. social posts too, like obviously they were like in the middle of the round, they're like Xander backers, like look away. And I'm like, holy right. shit. Like, I mean, yeah, he, was... he got, he, he made two do- or a double, a triple, two bogeys, and seven birdies in his final round for even par. So he started at seven under, right? And birdied yeah. two to get it to eight, and then goes bogey, bogey, double. Yeah. To go back to four under and like a million back. Yeah. And then, and then he got it. And then he makes six birdies in the next whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Six birdies in the next uh, nine holes. Yeah. And then Hideki was- throws in the water on 15 for no reason. I was pretty surprised he went for that. I didn't really understand like why. I mean, I get it. Like it's, it's a hard pitch, you know, even from a hundred yards, like you're on the down slope. The green is like totally just like no depth to it. But I was pretty surprised he went for that. I mean, even Xander said in his uh, that post round interview, he's like, I was, it was shocking that he was going for it and then, you know, had the adrenaline going and blasted it over the green. I couldn't believe that. It came out like, where is he? A rocket. I mean, he's like, like, he's literally like, dead center of the, it's almost like, it's like, it's like one of those situations where it's like, I can't not go for it, right? Like I, I know, I, I know, I, I know, I shouldn't go for it, but like I'm two hundred like yards harder. out, like, like, yeah, I sh- like I have to hit the shot. Yeah, I I kind of had to say, and I I kind of respected it too. I was like, yep, yeah, he, I I I could see myself in that same spot. I mean, I I could never see myself actually leading the Masters by four <laughs> on Sunday, but <laughs> I could definitely be like, yeah, of course I have to go for this. What if I like, what if I stick it like I did? And again, his mojo the day before he hit it to six feet from like the same spot made Eagle. So he was, he was, uh, he was confident. Obviously I think it probably was like an adrenaline shot just came off like 10 yards long. It came out like really low. Yeah. Like really low. Um, 
and drawing too. Yeah, that didn't help it. I'm trying to find if I can find the yardage on the shot, but I can't. I want to say it was like it was longer than he was on Saturday. I think it was like 230. Well, the shot went 280. It went 278, but yeah. that, I mean that's like 40 yards behind the green. Oh, there you yeah, go. so there 42 you go. yards behind the green, so 136 uh, or sorry, 236. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, 236. Oh, yeah, there's the view. Oh yeah, it's coming in low. It almost looks like he might have got it slightly thin. Right. So I guess like 236. Yeah, I mean, probably didn't think that was gonna happen, but regardless, right. he dunked it in the water, and it was just like, oh, now we have a tournament. All of us like tournament. you're up, you're up four, and For, now you're now you're not up four anymore. Well, and Xander almost they they uh, Xander was uh, fucking knocked it in from the bunker. I was going to say somebody, uh, whoever was on that in on the call for that, either Finch or, uh, Vern Lundquist was like, Xander actually got down on the green. He was like reading it. Like he was going to try and make it. And then right. he almost did. Yeah. I mean, if that would have gone in and Hideki doesn't get up and down for bogey, then who, yeah. And again, Xander said in, a, in his post round that he hit a great, he hit the shot he wanted on 16. Yeah. Um, which, you know, now he just was the wrong shot, obviously. But uh, he said they, like, he, he said he flushed it. It was just wrong. They guessed the wrong whatever. wind, which yeah. I've never heard anyone say this before. He said, "You you're told a million different ways to play this place." He goes, "I've always been told, play the wind you feel." Right. He goes, "We felt down, like left to right, with help." And yeah. he goes, "And it wasn't left to right with help." Like right. He's like, "I flushed it." The line might have been a tad aggressive, but like I was chasing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if his good, yeah. I mean, that could have been so exciting. Obviously, I'm really, you know, it's great for Hideki to win, as as everyone has said, ad nauseum. Great for Japan, Japanese golf, Asian golf in general. But yeah, it was a little little a little disappointing to see that Xander's ball go in the water. I mean, all I, I had no doubt in my mind he was going to stick it. That would be the, that was the last thing I would ever imagine Xander Shoffley to do on the 70th hole of a major. Yeah, again, he, 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 le- he left, like Xander left some shots out there. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, he again, he made <laughs> he made like seven I, birdies, shot even. Like on, because when I watch it back, I'm like on three, he drove it like to in front of the green and then didn't get oh, over yeah. the false front. Shifted, like across the front. Didn't yeah, even get and it on. Like, yeah. came back to came back down. So like there's a shot on five. He like slammed. <laughs> I can't believe five. Five was crazy. Oh, yeah. he, like, blocked right. it. he blocked it way right. He tried to get out of the trees. Couldn't get out of the rough. Third shot like flew it into the back left bunker. Like not even close. So he's for par out of the bunker in the back of the bunker, downhill lie, leaves it yeah. in the bunker. Dumped it in the bunker. So it's like, holy shit, he's hitting double. five out of the bunker. <laughs> right. gets, it up, it gets it up and down for double. I'm like, no, it looks like, I mean, through four, five, and six, it looked like he was going to go and shoot like 80 and like not even be on the coverage by the end of the day. So again, credit to him for sure. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and then you fast forward like two hours, and like he's only two shots back. Yeah, I mean that's. But Hideki was just like so steady until he yeah. like he. I mean, 
what did he shoot? He shot one over. Yeah. What, how many birdies did he make? He made like, he birdied the ones he had to. He like birdied, I did he birdie 13. He birdied two. He birdied, birdied eight. Two, birdied eight, birdied 13. So he birdied all yeah. the par fives except for his fuck up on 15. Yeah. Like he just, and then just he leaned. Made, yeah. He just kind of like leaned on it, you know? Well, his short game was amazing too. He had so many good, like, I mean, I know he's like, you never think of him for he's all, that's always been probably a little bit of his heel, maybe more for so sure. his putting than wedges. I think his wedges have never been as suspect as his putting sometimes has yeah, been, but putting's he has been so suspect. many good, so many good, like creative up and downs, not just like very, you know, not standard chips. It's like a lot of like bumping it into ridges and like hitting chips that had 10 feet of break and playing the slopes. He, Right. I mean, I think he was number one in scrambling all week. Is that right? I think I heard uh, them say that. I don't know that, but probably. Yeah, I don't really know where that stat is housed, but I think that he was up there, if not number one. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty impressive. Like, he just kept getting up and down. That's what, like, Xander was saying, too. It's just like not only was Xander playing bad, but Hideki just didn't make any mistakes until 15, really. Right. I mean, that's the MO of like Augusta. If you make mistakes, like you're not going to win. Right. Right. Like you can't, there's like some crazy stat, like only three, only three champions in history have ever made a double in a week. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's so if you cool. like, you can't make doubles out there, you just can't, yeah. you just can't do it. Oh yeah. That'd be interesting. Did he make any doubles? I don't think Say. so. He did uh no no doubles he made yep. he made three eagles and zero double bogeys Jesus <laughs> Christ. yeah he had yeah i mean he had an eagle eagle on eight on thursday eagle on 13 on <laughs> that's crazy on friday eagle on 15 on saturday the only one he did the eagles too <laughs> yeah he, didn't, he never eagled two but he birdied it on Thursday and Sunday. I mean, I think he played the par fives. I think they were saying he played the par fives like 20 under, not 20, but I mean, so he played two, two under. He played eight, three under. So that's five under on the front nine of the par fives. And he played 13, four under. And even with his bogey, so that's up to 14. Even with his bogey on Sunday, he played. 15 two under so yeah he played the par five 16 under jesus four yeah. over the rest of the way yeah no six over i mean he or sorry six over the rest yeah of the par fives were 14 or no yeah sorry four over four over yeah four 14 under on the par fives or no no, no 16 under yeah 16 yeah so under. six yeah you're right yeah 10 under on the front nine and six under on the back nine par that's fives. like that's the mo like yeah, it's just so funny. I get it. yeah, it's like all the like if Tiger did that, like that's all they would be saying. Yeah, sixteen under on the par fives. Tiger, take wins. care of the par fives. Don't make doubles. That's it. That's an Augusta. That's, Augusta that's the game right there. The problem is at Augusta, you could make double out of nowhere. Yeah. For like, were you were you worried when he missed it in the bunker on eighteen? I thought I was like. What if he just blades it out of the bunker into the fans? Like that 
his his block into the bunker looks so nervy. I was like, oh man, he's yeah, it's kind of like luckily for him, he had <laughs> like it would have been really interesting if he had to get it up and down. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If he had to get it, like he used the buffer that he had, he used all of it. And that, yeah. like going back to Zalatoris, like he's the only, like, and that happened at least just watching on the app, like watching the leaderboard, like Zalatoris was the only one who came out of the gates, like after him, nobody else yeah. did. Yeah. No one else did. Nope. Rose fell back immediately. Leishman right. like wasn't even on coverage until like the back nine Spieth wasn't on coverage until like 10. No, yeah, he like made that big birdie on nine and then made a little run, but yeah, basically Zalatoris and, and John Rom, like, you know, charging up for a, backdoor top 10 were the only people they were showing yeah because like hideki started a day at 11 he was even through two or sorry even through seven with a bogey on one birdie on two zalatoris i think got it to nine he birdied the first two to get it to yeah. nine no yeah so yeah i mean but yeah he got he got that four shot four shot lead going in the 15 and used every every inch of it yeah, I think it was four at that point. Um, yeah, I think he was at 13. I don't think anybody else ever got to double digits except for, yeah, no, I don't even think Xander got to double digits. He got to nine. So, yeah, uh, like, oh, I don't think I was worried about him dumping the bunker on 18 with, like, a two-shot lead because he had all that, like, you just have to, like, fat it out of that bunker and you'll I was gonna like, say, get yeah. out of there. You just, like, like, chunk it out. Yeah, you I don't have to... I think a blade was out of the like out of the question. Just like I remember hit four inches like, behind it and swing really, you know, like just yeah. swing down into the earth and just let it kind of plop out. out. Right. I remember thinking that when Tiger had the bunker shot to win the tour championship too. I was like, oh man, what if he just like and he did the same thing? It's like, what if he just skull fucked it into the crowd and like makes triple? And we'd all and like they did this big march up the hill for nothing. But he I was did worried about I was more worried about Tiger in nineteen when he left it like oh, yeah, short like, right, like yeah, for, like yeah. 40, 50 yards. I'm like, yeah, and this he, might like this might get messy. Same situation. Two he did shot the same lead. thing too. He made two bogey, shot lead. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's like probably part of it is like you're. After you hit that drive on 18 down the chute, it's when you got two shot eight, yeah. yeah, like you just got to be like, I could do like, I could hit three, you know, 50 yard sandwiches. Like, exactly. Just like, just like just get chip it on it, the green and three, it. get in the yeah. valley and get out of here. Yeah. It was not an Arnold Palmer, Palmer situation. Yeah. They were talking about that. like he whatever lost. year that was where he like some dude shook his hand, like walking up to his approach shot. Yeah, and when he was only 18. up one, he was only up one, and then made double. He he, he went he to yeah, or he, or maybe he did player beat him in a playoff or something or no playoff. Oh, I'm ninety nine percent sure on this. I could be wrong. I'm ninety nine percent sure yeah. he lost. Like he lost it. Like didn't even get yeah. to a playoff. Yeah. No, that. And again, and that was probably in his run where he won it every two years, like could have won it another. And cause I know he lost one in a playoff to player, I think, or maybe I'm thinking of the same one, but yeah, I mean, he could have won it like six times in like a decade. Yeah. Like Palmer is talked about as like the biggest regret of his life. 
was, was, like was not, yeah, like, was not, like, like, let himself go. Like, I want it, and just went through the motions. And then lost on the 18th. And then lost. I can't find the year here, but, yeah, if you look it yeah. up, you can find it. But yeah, I mean, he said Hideki has like obviously it's no like surprise. Like no one would be, no one was going to be shocked if he won his career. He's always won some big ones. I mean, uh, his first great couple, track records everywhere. Yeah, like he's won Bridgestone, uh, like in a laugher one year. He won at Memorial. He won. What was the other? He didn't won another WGC, right? Yeah, I think he's, he's won, won two WGCs. Two WGCs, Memorial. I mean, Phoenix, Phoenix uh, Open twice. That always has a good field. Like he's always won good tournaments, right? Um, so yeah, and he's I mean, and he's still only twenty nine. Yeah, Feels he's like, not. The, yeah. Feel like he's been around forever, but he probably has been around for like a. Decade. I mean, he has. They were showing, you know, like he's been a. He we've he probably turned amateur, probably turned pro right after he won like low am. So he's probably been playing on tour since like 2012 and probably been pretty competitive for most of it, or at least like, you know, getting a little bit of screen presence because he was the best player from, you know, best Asian player, best Japanese player, that kind of stuff. So you're right. It seems like he's been around for 10 years. It's crazy to think he's only 29. That's the other day I heard like, and again, those, I think he went to college, but I think they go to college a little earlier over there. So like, he's been a pro since he was probably 19 or 20. I said that about Siwoo Kim the other day too. They were like, Siwoo Kim feels like he won the players like four years ago. He's only like 22. <laughs> right. Know? Like he, he won it when he was like 21 or something. And Hideki is kind of in the same way. I think he won his first tournament when he was probably only like 23. Uh, he competed in the 2011 Masters as the amateur. Yeah. And then but, turned think, pro in 13. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, but I mean, he's been in this is, his but 10th. even that, like pro for yeah. eight years, like it, it, feel, it feels like 18. Right. Well, in, in 10 years or 10 Masters, like he's 29, he's played in 10 Masters. Already. That's insane you know that's like, insane right that's an insane that's like that's what's that's what makes it seem like crazy it's yeah he's not a yeah it feels like he you know again wills Torres, as good as he is played his first one at 24 hideki had five under his belt at that point <laughs> you know exactly yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, he's just like such. And even though he hasn't won in four years, like he's so. It's one of those where it's like, never a surprise when he wins. He's like as good as anybody when he gets it going. I mean, just absolute. Again, like Xander is like he's robotic. Like he just hits lasers. Like his his shot tracer is so fun to watch because he can work it both ways. Sometimes he hits it just like dead straight. He hits so many on Sunday. So many crafty little like three quarter cut wedges. Every I, I feel like every par four he would hit in like a little you know kind of like soft fade pitching wedge to the to back pins. He's just he's got playing, every, yeah he's play, he's shot. doing what Tiger does. He plays golf shots, right? You know, no, was, he's got all awesome. of them. No, he's pretty like, awesome, and his caddy 
his caddy paying respect to the course doing the that bow. was pretty sweet that, that was, was awesome I mean, they just like kind of caught that. And obviously it's become a, you know, a very social media reposted thing, but they, when it happened live, I was still watching. They were, they like, didn't say much about it. They were just really? like, Oh yeah. Like they just like had the camera. I mean, they probably didn't, it probably didn't happen live, but they, you know, you could tell like Nance and Faldo weren't prepped with any kind of like major sentimental speech when they caught to that footage it was just like oh that's pretty cool and then like since then in the day and a half since it's become like this social media iconic, took care of it yeah yeah it's like this iconic image but yeah like when it happened in the in the broadcast nobody was nobody was like super prepared for it they were almost like wow that speechless like how cool it was sometimes the announcers need to be speechless I, they do, they do, you know, Jim Nance, I was thinking, or was talking, he does a, I mean, obviously, no surprise, he's like the best commentator in the world. Yeah. But he does such good uh, timing when, like, yeah, I think he has the right moments where he just like shuts up. He gets that, I think, a lot better than most. Even Faldo, I think, sometimes takes the cue from him to just like, let's just like let this moment stand on its own. Um, and obviously, yeah, the the weight of Japan on his shoulders was going to be overplayed as much as they can. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a overall, yeah, other than the kind of like annoying Will Zalatoris Cinderella story stuff. Overall, it was a really, really good, solid tournament, even oh, if great. Sun, Sunday didn't have all the action it could have. I mean... Corey Connors ace on six was that on that was Saturday? Cool. We haven't seen one on six in a while. I mean, we would had we would had an ace. Yeah, sixteen on Thursday, right? Right out the gate. Yeah, that was opening. I think the opening round. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't seen. I can't. I can't remember the last time I saw one on six. That was that was really cool. I feel like Cam Smith is like an auto bet in the Masters now. Now he is, yeah, right. Like last in November, which is obviously an anomaly, but like only guy to ever have four rounds in the sixties ever right. in the yeah. history and played pretty well this week. There was some other there was some other where uh Jordan Speeth they said is the first person ever to birdie 10 all four rounds. How crazy really? is that? Yeah. No one had ever in the history of the Masters birdied 10 all four days. Jordan Speeth did this week. Really? Uh-huh. Um, That's insane. Tens right? I mean, double check that. Yeah, no. 30-10, all four days. And they, they definitely said that was – no one had ever done that. That's crazy. He's all the yeah. way back. Oh, he's back. He's I, got I, his – he, he started to roll in 20, 30-footers. He, he might be uh, – I mean, I mean he, he's not a sneaky pick, but he's a good early pick for um, uh, any major – yeah, yeah, Kiwa. They were saying like, yeah, Faldo is all over him about Kiwa. Yeah, yeah, because it's going to be windy and you got to scramble. Like short game is going to be at a premium. I think he's uh he is a really good pick there. It totally makes sense. Fucking Butch Harmon, man. Is that who he's working with now? He's not working with that other guy, Cameron. I mean, maybe he is, but I heard yeah. rumors like a few months ago that he's working with Butch. Yeah, I mean. That's insane. Birding, that's an insane. That's I mean, insane. Been there. Birding that all four days is so crazy. 
that's and under hard ass conditions too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's such an awkward hole. Yeah. Um, Patrick Reed in the mix. Yeah, you got it. How'd you do in your pools? We I know the one we were in together. Neither of us made it. No, yeah, put in three team, three teams of four. There, everyone had to make the cut. Every single team had a miscut in it. In that in that pool, no team had Hideki that made the cut. There was only like really? four guys that had Hideki, and none of them made the cut. No shit. I got Siwoo Kim playing on what was that Thursday or Friday? It was his three wood. Platinum that was great. Was, that was pretty great. That was awesome. Good to see. <laughs> good. I mean, I know that it's like hallowed grounds, but like, it's good to see a broken club every now and again. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> you got to. He, um, he, he like almost made made like a twenty footer on the first hole. He was doing it too. It was hilarious. Yeah, he, but he, on eighteen, he, he like burned the edge and was like disappointed by it. It was great. I mean, he kept it together. He he. So you got a top 15. He's coming back next year. T12. Yeah. So who's coming back next year? Harmon, McIntyre, Kim, Sink, Simpson, Finau, Smith. Sink Sink backed in. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. He's actually, he actually has, I almost bet him this week. He actually has not to win, but like. He's got one last year, right? He he actually has a good history at Augusta. Yeah. Like sneaky, like he would be a sneaky, like top 20, top 30 bet. Hmm. Um, Simpson, Fino, Cam Smith, Connors, Reed, Rose, Leishman, Rom, Shoffley, Spieth, Salatoris, Matsuyama. It's coming back next year. Phil Matsuyama is coming back forever, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Touche, salesman. There you go. Uh, Cam Champ showed up for a little bit until Saturday. That was good to mm. see. Yeah, yeah. And we had so we had a couple old timers make the cut. I guess you can call Phil an old timer. Jose Maria made the cut. I mean, yeah. maybe one more fifty. We won't be called old timers, but yeah. 50. But I mean, for golf, he's an old boy, as Nick Faldo calls him. Jose Maria made the cut. I think Old he broke Zavo, man. I think he broke 70 or broke 80 every round, too. He Did shot. you see him hit? I mean, I just I'm asking if he see him hit a shot. I could look. <laughs> yeah, right. About? I don't I saw him like make a couple putts uh when they would show him like finishing up. But yeah, he shot 75, 71, 75, 75. Pretty good. I saw Freddie. Freddie broke 80 both days, too. I bet Freddie. <laughs> You did <laughs> top 30, top 40, and did not pay out. No, I mean, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of I think like really the only kind of old timer other than Phil to make it was Olathabel. And Olathabel finished. Let's see, all the you want to know all the people that Jose Maria beat quite a few Billy, Billy Horschel, Francesco Molinari. Jim Herman and Adam Scott all were beat by Jose Maria Othabel. Oh, sorry, Billy Billy Horschel tied Jose Maria and everybody else who didn't make the cut. Yeah, and oh, well, yeah, and all the other guys. Yeah, I, was, I wanted Maria. to see how similar his swing look. He's obviously put on a couple LBs, so it's he's not as limber as he used to be. I saw I saw something the other day where they were asking him about his perfect golfer and like you know the driving of Greg Norman the 
putting of Tiger Woods, the short game of Seve Ballesteros. You always said for the irons? Who? Me. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. He's like, Myself. <laughs> yeah. Jose, I love but, that, he, but I think, but he, but he wrote it as like third person. He was like, I would take Jose Maria Olathabal's <laughs> iron game. And I was like, fuck yeah, you would. You son of a goddamn son of a bitch. I would too if I were you. I saw him when I went a couple of years ago and that was like, I get probably one of the more starstruck moments. I was just like, that's Jose real Tomble. That dude's a fucking legend. Like he is a legend even more than like tiger almost like tiger was like, yeah, I expected to see tiger. And I knew I was like following around tiger, but I just like stumbled upon Jose Maria in the rough on, on the left side of 15. I was just like, Five feet away from him, I was like, "Like I've been watching you since I was like two. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jose Maria. Oh my god, like that's crazy. Like, and he was just like, he hit like the most beautiful like punch out, you know, hook layup. I was like, wow, he still got it. Like, it was pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think. Yeah, like Sandy Lyle didn't make it. Singh didn't make it. Longer didn't make it for the first time in a couple of years. Is Augusta still, if you win, it's like lifetime? Is it I think uh, they like ask you to stop at some point. Um, is it the Brit is it the British now that has like an age cutoff? There, I think all of them do, except for Augusta. I want to say US Open, it's only like 10 years. <laughs> like you yeah. Retief Goosen like couldn't even get a special exemption when they went back to Shinnecock. Um I want to say. PGA, it's maybe maybe the PGA is like a little closer to lifetime. I don't Augusta, I think, is the only one really that says like you're always welcome to play. All right. At, at point, a certain like, point, hey, don't come. No. <laughs> I'm yeah, guessing like, like the British, point, like, like you, you're you're like the British, you'd be like taking a spot away from somebody, right? Right, exactly. Whereas like Augusta, you're not taking a spot away from anybody. No, not yeah. They'll have as many as they have that are eligible. Yeah. Um like if they have an odd amount of uh because it does Knox play if they have like an odd field. I don't think he, like on Thursday, Friday. That's a good point. Or do they uh, always actually, have an even amount? I bet they always have any well, they always probably have a multiples of three, right? I bet. Oh, good point. Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 you know what? You know what? They don't. They're two, I think the they're first two, they send out twosomes. They send out twosomes. Yeah. I want to say like the first group they send out yeah. on both waves is a twosome. Like I, yeah. I remember like Sandy Lyle went out in a twosome with some. I was looking at this year, the first like Jim two, Herman or Sandy. The first Lyle, two like, groups this year were twosomes. Yeah, they definitely do twosomes. For yeah, sure. so they'll take as many twosomes as they can. But yeah, yeah, that um, makes sense. I was gonna say otherwise, it's like if you do twosomes every day, like, and you have an odd number, you just call yeah. up like the oldest dude and be like, "Sorry, man, like you're not playing this year." Do you think? Do you think you could beat? any of the old old dudes no. like including including the ones who are like super old and can't actually even play like could you beat gary player in a round tomorrow i don't i don't think so no i really not. don't i honestly <laughs> do not think so probably not if he was like playing his i could be jack yeah i think we could but beat jack, jack can't jack. move jack doesn't look like he's 
got much of a game left. I don't Gary know. Player. I do not like the oldest guy that can still play is probably Gary Player, right? Yeah, and I, I, I don't. I don't know. You'd probably have to give me like two aside. Yeah, if he were playing his age appropriate tees, I think he would beat us pretty handedly. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, and, and then like Sandy Lyle, like, I mean, yeah, like what did he, Sandy Lyle shot, he shot 75, like at Augusta. Not going to shoot 75 like, at Augusta. No, no way. No way. No He's chance. 63. In tournament 63. conditions, I'm not, yeah. From the tournament tees, like, yeah, no. he's 63. I'd say, 80, I'd say like 81's my par, like bogey every other hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I if I broke 85 at Augusta in tournament conditions, I would be ecstatic for sure. No for way. Sure. I, would, I mean, Sandy Lyle shot like a 65, 70 or a 75 wearing suspenders. <laughs> I mean, like Larry Mize, 84, 79. Like, I don't know if I could do that. No way. No way you could. No way. I would bet you. I, would, I, I really bet, don't. I bet I bet the farm you couldn't do that. <laughs> Larry <laughs> Mize. I like yeah. I get roasted by Larry Mize. Yeah. I mean, Larry Mize is he's he's a little younger than Sandy. Sandy was literally wearing suspenders. Like this guy doesn't even believe in he belts looked bit, uh, Especially on Thursday. Lyle looked like bitter as shit. Like yeah. did not know, look he, like he was enjoying it. Right. Why? Why like every shot he was like so disappointed and just like disgusted and just like stomp off. I want to watch. I want to watch one. Yeah, there's Lyle. some. Oh yeah, yeah, watch like a bad hole. He like he's like stomping <laughs> around. <laughs> you can watch every. That's like, did they ever? Did, how many views do they think they anticipated? Like, what was the impression count they thought they'd get for like Sandy Lyle's double bogey on Thursday? Dude, dude go go to go to S- Sandy Lyle's second round ninth hole tee shot. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm watching. He just like whips it into the trees and like <laughs> one-handed follow through. <laughs> One, one-handed just like flings, slings it into the pine straw and just like stomps off. He hit 200 yards, but again, he shot 75 that day. He made three birdies. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like laying up on nine. <laughs> <laughs> so like angry at himself yeah so, what it was yeah, actually he, really he, funny to watch this is really hilarious i never again i don't i don't think they ever anticipated when they were like you will be able to watch every player hit every shot they're like including sandy lyle at plus 11 making a double bogey on nine <laughs> well you got it <laughs> go to, go to uh... Go to his oh, first yeah. round. Go to his first round tee shot on four. First round tee shot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So the long part three. What he hit? He made a seven. Yeah, he made a seven. And he was in the. He, he was in the bunker. <laughs> no, he teed off on one. And look at his tee shot off the opening tee. He didn't even zip up his jacket. His jacket's just like flapping in the wind. Is it? <laughs> yeah. She's like, ah, oh, shit. All right, I'm up. <laughs> Jack, it is unzipped. What the fuck is that? He's just like flapping around as he's like ripping it off the first team. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, hey, Sandy, you're on the team. He's like, what? 
I thought I was teeing off tomorrow. They're like, you are. You're teeing off tomorrow, too. He's like, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, where did it go? Just, like, trickles it into the bunker. Jacket half half open. Oh, yeah. He didn't even zip it up for the second shot. Look at this. Oh, no. He, did, he zipped it up by then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, this is... <laughs> If you want some, if you want some free comedy, go to first round, fourth hole. That's what I'm watching. His early tee shot. He just picked up the tee and like got to the bunker. Yep. Yeah, and it was only play. That was the early. It was only playing like 180 that day, and he made a seven. Oh yeah, he sculled it, sculled it out of the bunker into the trees. (laughs) Oh man, like into the grandstands. I'm watching his fourth. He's got a putt for a four from off the green. Look where he is on his third shot. Like this is it. Yeah, this this is like like over the TV tower. Yeah, Yeah, no, this guy would beat me by ten shots easily. (laughs) Easily, no chance I would beat that. Beat him. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, didn't know I was gonna go down to Sandy Lyle. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what this podcast has devolved into. You never know here, where it's gonna here, go. Here we are, shot by shot, reviewing <laughs> Sandy Lyle, <laughs> discussing how badly he would still mop whoop our asses. At age sixty three, hasn't played a competitive tournament other than this one in a decade. Were you on the app more or like the desktop more? I think I was, uh, I did the app quite a bit on the weekends, desktop, you know, while I was supposed to be working during the week. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the best. It's always so sad when you delete it. It's, I don't get how, why other, I mean, cause no other tournaments have the resources they do, Right. but it's, it's the ultimate, ultimate app, ultimate for anything really. Even though I use the web more for this one and the web is awesome too. Because like you get, you get have like thing. all sorts of screens going and like yeah. I've got like a couple yeah. larger computer screens. I just throw it up on like the screens and just sit back and enjoy like watch everything that's happening. Like it's you know. Yeah. Yeah. And now we just got fifty one more weeks until the next one. Oh boy. Anything happen like early, early pick to win the 2022 Masters besides Sandy Lyle? Mm. If they let him play next year, he'll definitely play. He'll be like, oh, fine. I guess. I was like taking guys that like had a chance. Yeah. Like, I, I think fucked it um, up. Like, I think like a Rom or a Xander. Yeah. Xander, when they were talking about him too at uh, US Open at Torrey Pines, that's where he grew up. I think he played a lot out there. He's Sandy, and he's still like I think he's he's one of the few guys who doesn't live in Florida. I think he stayed in oh, like really? San Diego. Gotcha. I think his home base is still San Diego, and he definitely went to San Diego State. I think he grew up in like the Torrey Pines area. That could be a good pick for the U.S. Open. And he's. Got I feel it. like I feel like he's gonna do like a Kepka. He wins like one major, yeah, and like he's gonna win like great. a few like. Short in short consecutive order. Yeah, I mean, Rom's finishes at Augusta are pretty crazy. Like when yeah. you 
he's only played and again he's kind of like seems like he's older than he really is because he's been just dominant for the whole time he's been playing but yeah i mean his first one he got t27 then fourth then ninth then seventh and then what do you get this now year fifth fifth so four straight Jeez. top tens that's crazy including two top fives that's crazy yeah i mean he's he's got to be going in one of the favorites next year and again just had a baby like two days before the masters and right. still came out and did that yeah it's actually pretty impressive I was uh, I was excited to see Connors in there too. Connors, I actually picked him in one of my pools. I've I've liked him uh, last couple of years. He's had some sneaky good finishes there too, or at least like I don't know where he ended up finishing, but I feel like he's had Such he's had good. good presence there. Like he's yeah, I mean T ten last year made the cut the year before, but was like right in there. I feel yeah, seventy six in round four, 70, 71, 71, when Tiger won. So he had to have been probably in like the top 10 or 15 before the 76. And then T10 last year, he's had some good, good runs. Yeah, he's such, I mean, I think I was texting with Stu. He's talking about like money made over careers and stuff. Right. And somehow like I brought up Adam Scott. And I was like shocked. Like Adam Scott, one of the best ball strikers ever. Mm-hmm. Like hasn't won that much. No, it's like ten or eleven times. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Uh, him and him, Sergio and Matt Kuchar have like almost identical careers. And again, like three, all three of them are like some of the best ball strikers. That's Corey Connors all in one. Uh all three of them, like some of the best ball strikers ever, but like inconsistent putters uh Kuchar's a really good wedge player but like Sergio and Adam Scott have always been like 50 50 great ball strikers but like they literally like ball struck themselves to a career yeah like hit every fairway hit every green and like on weeks they would get hot putting they won exactly I think they both are I've looked this up before like somebody posted on reddit golf like who would who would you guess these two careers are and I think it was like Sergio and Adam Scott. And I think I looked up Matt Kuchar because I was like, I bet he's pretty similar. And it's like, they're all like, about the same age. They've all played in about the same amount. They've won. I think Adam Scott's probably got the most because he's got, you know, more big ones like the players and right. WGCs. Yeah. He's won multiple WGCs and Riviera is always a big prize. And he's won that twice. But they've all like won less than 15 events. It's like the 10 to 12 range, but you know, made 75% of their cuts and made like 60 million bajillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah like, like 50 to 60 million. Uh, you know, make like 2.5 every year. And Corey Connors might end up being like a very similar, like he's pretty young still. Yeah. I mean, he's like Hideki's age. He might end up, he's obviously starting it a little later both all three adam scott sergio and uh future were all like phenoms like one usams and came out of the gates at like 21 but but to like in the long run to go a ball striker and not to win because to your point like he's gonna win again for sure he's he's been trending the last couple years after he won at uh houston he's 
he's definitely going to be around for a few years. He's not a fluke. No. But well, it's just crazy how you could like you don't even if you don't know how to putt if you're a good ball striker like yeah you could especially you can make, you Augusta, can make money <laughs> yeah I guess obviously you need to be a good putter but yeah some days some weeks I mean I think when Sergio won he had no three putts Adam Scott had a good putting week when he won so all it takes is one week there if you're a good ball striker it's like I always imagine myself like. If you just put, if you gave me like the putts that they had, like right, I, could, right. I could be a tour pro. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I could probably beat Adam Scott in a putting contest. You think? Like you in, think the, you, in the long run. Yeah. If I yeah, practice, yeah, if time. I practice as much as he did, yes. Like, yeah. Like, no, he, knowing like just, how yeah. far they have and stuff, it's just like, man, if I hit 15 greens around and, my proximity right. is like 20 some feet. Like, yeah. and I practice my putting all the time. Like I could be better than that. Like I know it's like Rory. It's the same thing with Rory. You want, it's like, and I'm sure he practices tons of it, but yeah, it's just like, you wonder like, how can't, how do you not just like spend like a, a whole fucking week just putting one time, you know, like, like figure I, it's, it out. it's so it's so weird how, yeah, they just, some of those guys, like they never putting is always what holds them back. I, I don't totally get how you can't just like putting is feels like it's definitely the hardest thing to master, but it feels like the easiest thing to just work on. Just like, right. If you're making that much money and you're like, you know, your ball striking will be there next week too. just spend like a seven straight days on a putting green, figure right. it out. Right. Yeah. But, Easy as that, Jeffrey. It's easy that's as where that. Gonna, that's where we're gonna do it. Prairie Landing. We're gonna do it again. We're go. We're, we're stepping up this year. Yeah, the big fall one. scramble's done. Done. Unless, unless they decide to bring back skins, but they bring back skins, we'll consider it. We'll consider Maybe. it. Yeah. Maybe. But no, we we signed up for our first scramble. Yep. Back Qualifi- a qualifier at Prairie Landing. A qualifier for a scramble championship. But it's also at Prairie Landing. Of course, we know well. The qualifier is, yes. The qualifier is, right. Where was the cha- where's the championship? Flossmore Country Club, which is actually a pretty cool – I've played it once. My uh, my dad's team used to do a tournament there every year or every few years. And so, actually, I haven't played the whole course, but I've played – I played probably like six holes with one of – just like grabbing clubs out of his team's bags <laughs> – uh, they got a really cool, like, I think Bobby Jones play, they have a plaque at some point, like he won a big match there at some point. Um, they got some really cool, cool holes, like very, uh, very South Chicago style. Like it's got those bridges that Olympia okay. fields has like a lot of like little kind of creeks and par fours and fives that like run up the Hills. It's very similar to. Kind of like a, a hybrid between Olympia Fields and Ravislow. Gotcha. Um, yeah, like kind of old school South Side of Chicago Country Club. There's a really cool part three, like not quite an island, maybe like water on three sides, but it's back in the woods and it has like some really cool bunkering around it. I think that's like Bobby Jones or somebody said like this was one of his favorite part threes. There's like a oh, plaque wow. here. 
Um, but yeah, it, that would be pretty wild if we big money, cash opportunity, no, no, uh, gift cards, all cash. So we'll see. We got to tune up the game. How was your game in South Carolina? Uh, what did I shoot? 76. Nice. But played at like, played at like 6,300, pretty short. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. South Carolina is awesome down in like the, the lowlands, the low country as they call it down there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. really beautiful. Like didn't play on the island, played just off the island. Um old South Golf Links. Nice. But, uh yeah, it was like 70 bucks on a Friday midday, I'd say. That's solid. That's uh, solid. No, it was great. It was I love Carolina golf. Whether it's there yeah. or like the Pinehurst look or what I just love it down there. It's just so- I've been uh been honing my game on the shores of Chicago. So you have a membership to Canal Shores. Oh yeah, man! Unlimited, unlimited play. My goal, my goal is to get it down to where I I I paid a dollar per hole played. I'm pretty close. I'm on a good. You're already, you're already close. I'm on no. I'm on I'm on a good pace though. I'm on a good pace. So I'll, I won't I won't be gauche and say on air what the membership costs, but. Let's just say if I played a little over 20 18 hole rounds, I'd be pretty close to what I <laughs> paid for my annual membership. And I think I've played in the three weeks they've been open. I think I've played five 18 hole rounds. Are you serious? Like, yeah, dude, you can play in two hours. It's amazing. And you can play like I played probably six holes. There's a good like six hole loop near my house that I've done two or three times. There's like a three hole stretch that I really like that I've done a few times. That's right near a really quiet street that always has a ton of parking. So you can just like park there and bang it around just in these three holes for like 30 minutes. Yeah. I keep like a, a random like four set and a bunch of, and like five or six like neon balls in my car. So if I'm ever driving by and I see that it's open, I'm just like, yeah, I'll pause, play this hole real quick and get back in my car. That's all, awesome. and you have the membership, so you have to worry about and anybody yelling. Nobody's. At you. I, I do. The other day, I went out there with my dad, and I was walking on with my dad in jeans. We had clearly just parked our car, like walking backwards down a hole toward a tee, and the ranger rode by and just waved at me. ready. I was like, "Don't worry, Dad. It'll be cool." And he's like, "Golf pros." He's like, "Are we allowed to do this?" I was like. I was, I was not nervous, but I was like, oh, I'll just tell him a member or whatever. And he didn't even stop. Just like rode by. I was like, we have a good one. <laughs> I was like, okay, guess we're good. <laughs> like, doesn't matter at all. I guess I, I, I should have bought the membership. I was playing the other day and uh, this guy was behind us. Me and Joe were playing. This guy was behind us and I was like, hey, you want to play through? And he's like, nah, I'm just, I'm walking home. I was only playing seven. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. You remember? He's like, yeah, I'm actually the president of the members board. He's like, nice to meet you. I'm a member too. <laughs> yeah. We were like smoking a bowl, like on the tea. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Just, I mean, that's, that's like neighborhood yeah. golf at its finest in, it's exactly in the, in the middle is, of Chicago. Man. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I, yeah, I had a near ace. I've had, not too many highlights yet. It's it's tough. It's honing my game well because it's always so windy out there, and it plays like it plays like 
you know, it kind of goes out like a links and then comes back the other way. So you'll play basically like nine, 10 holes in a row in this, you know, either straight downwind or straight into the wind right. or a right. big left to right wind or a big right to left. And then you flip it and you go back the other way for like nine holes or I think it's, so it's, you play basically like, like six out, then from seven through 15 you're going the other way and then you flip and then it for the last through 18 you like come back the the first way so yeah you're like having to do like a lot of like you know either low shots into the wind or flying them up high so yeah i actually my my best shot probably of the year out there was 16 the one that goes actually over the canal yeah that's a good hole and it was playing they oh they've put up some new tees that's i sent you that one from 17 they're yeah. just like they're just like experimenting with like they've just like I mean it's 17 is like the only one where you can really hit driver and they set up a tee like all the way over to the right to where you have to hit like a banana slice around the trees. 16, they set up like a new tee like over by the bridge. So you're okay. like coming at it from a different angle. Right. Um they did the same on nine. They put one over by the bridge, so it's like totally different angle than the one like straight across the water um but yeah i hit i hit a like a low bullet six iron from 150 to like six inches like but it was dead into like a 20 mile per hour right right yeah it's just it's uh it's been pretty fun i played i played like one or two actual other rounds too i made an eagle at hillcrest like a solid nice uh you know driver four iron to six or eight feet knocked it in for eagle Nice. other than that it's pretty ho-hum start to the year but I'll, I'll get up to shape by the time of the scramble is uh is canal shores all par threes or is there no like it's four par, so that's the so that's the other kind of uh new quest for the year for you know as long as i'm a member it's a par 60 so you can like shoot a 59 but you gotta really like you know you would have it's, to it's gonna be hard to do out there hard, yeah so I, my first round out there this year, I mean, it's gotta I, be like the, the hardest, like collection of part threes, like, you, you like the greens are so hit. small. You hit the greens are tiny. They're like no bigger than this room. Some of them. And you hit every club in your bag in a given round. Like there's one par three that's 70 yards. There's another one that's like 220. There's par fours that you can drive. Uh, so there's six par fours. So it's par 60. But yeah, I mean, I, my first round out there this year, I was like playing by myself, I was playing my, you know, keeping score. And I started off like, I, I think I made a birdie on two, but then made a couple bogeys. So I was like two or three over right around the turn. But then I got hot. I made like, I went, I think I birdied eight, nine and 12. So I, I like got it back to even with, you know, five or six to play. And I was just like, 59 watch baby <laughs> I, I was texting joe because he was supposed to come out and he ended up bailing and i was like dude birdie three in the last four i'm back to even 59's happening and the 70 yard par three which is like right along the canal it has a green that's literally like the size of a living room rug and it plays into like this straight wind i pulled it into the canal made double it's like no like <laughs> that's what i fucking get uh so yeah that's the new it's it's like the new you know 29 at robert black was like the holy grail and now it's 59 at canal shores because if you can 
if you can keep it around, yeah, you can make like I think I made like five birdies that round. But if you miss it, the greens are so small. If you miss it, you can be like in the canal or have yep. like a really awkward chip. Yep. So yeah, if you can get around there with making more more birdies and bogeys, that's a that's a fifty nine in any book. And then Canal Shores, do you have do you have your own name for it yet? Like Robert A. Black National uh, Resort and Golf Club. Uh, I don't think I, I think I've texted you a few, but nothing, nothing official, nothing official yet. Well, we just eventually go. what is it? Just canal shores, I think it's just golf, canal course? Shores, golf, golf course. Yeah. I think it's golf course. Not golf club or anything. Just... I don't think it's, yeah, it's golf course. Yep. All right. So we'll think it's, we'll think it's something better than that. But yeah, it's in good shape. It's like, you know, some of the greens are like, kind of rough but for like early april and for what it is it's definitely not not looking too bad it's pretty green and and so much it's been such a wet spring yeah right over half the greens are like rolling really well there's a few that like probably had some damage last year like with the you know really uh volatile weather we had but it's uh it'll get there nice yeah nice nice yeah man we'll get after it we gotta we gotta get out there do around we'll get out there uh we'll play some scrambles the other scramble too uh the patrick grange memorial foundation annual scrambles happening again this year 11th nice annual to benefit als so anyone in the chicago area or not in the chicago area fly in come play in it fly in for it. it's a big it's one of the majors it is one of the major scrambles of the scramble season. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, gotta, gotta raise that money for charity. Um, but that's uh July 30th. I should know this. Yeah. Friday, July 30th. Nice. So that's yeah, we'll, a, get, we'll get a, we'll get a scramble calendar going. That's always, that's always a fun one. Um, not a qualifier. Just go out and play and get hammered and donate a bunch of money to ALS Foundation. There you go. Um, website for that is pgmf.charity. So go there. Go check that out. Okay. All right, Charlie. It was good seeing you, buddy. This is a good app, Jeff. We it was did good. It. Good app. Good app. We're back. <laughs> We're back for one week. One week. And then the next major. <laughs> the next, I think we got one a month for the next like three months. So touche sales, touche salesman. Also have a got Gail on the line too. We'll probably uh, get him. Oh yeah, some. we need to hear about Gail's uh, caddying adventure with Michelle Wee. Yeah, he's and, uh, Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, caddy her Tiger, did he? No, he played with Tiger and Charlie when he was caddying for Justin Thomas. Oh, touche. See father son. That would be the next the next question. Who would win? And uh, we'll ask Gail this: Who would win a you know eighteen hole match at Augusta? Charlie Woods or Sandy Lyle? (laughs) (laughs) My mind is on Charlie Woods. Yeah. Play. He gets the Gary Player treatment. He gets to play age appropriate tees. Charlie or Sandy Lyle asked to play the championship tees. Like legit age appropriate or way up there for TV where he's out yeah, driving everybody like by 50 remember, yards. Remembers tees. He's not playing from like the red. 
He's quite an expertise. From the middle of the fairway. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, Gail's working this week. He's looping this week, so we can't can't talk to him this week. So maybe next week. We'll see. Next time. We'll see. We'll get him on soon enough. We got that actually be a good conversation. A lot to catch up on. He's got his oh yeah. He's got his hands on a lot of stuff down there in the FLA. Yeah, definitely need to catch up. So go watch the LPGA this week. Look for Gail on a Wee's bag. You better right. give her some good reads. She needs to make a cut. Hasn't made the cut the past two tournaments. Yeah, Coming I back from Mama Gail's time. Probably, Gail's probably about to get fired. Keeps that up. <laughs> yeah, three. I missed three cuts in a row. You're fired. You're fired, Gail. Totally your fault. <laughs> Had nothing to do with I took a couple of years off to birth a human being. No, no, it's definitely Gail's fault. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. This is a hybrid. This is a cross, uh, a bluegrass, Kentucky bluegrass uh, featherbed bench, and uh, Northern California sensimia. The amazing stuff about this is that you can play 36 holes on it in the afternoon, take it home, and just get stoned to the bejesus belt that night on this stuff. I got pounds of this stuff. Here. No, thank you. No, I don't, I don't. Uh... So let's have a little bit of this. I get a big Bob Marley joint. Look at this. Here, try this. Carl, I uh, I really don't do this very often. You're going to love this. is dynamite hack. Watch out for this. Well, oh, maybe one drive. I got to go. <coughs> It's a little harsh, but here, cannonball it. And then one more right back. And then one more, and he's right on top of it. Cannonball! Cannonball coming. Cannonball coming. No!